what's going on spitfires welcome back to another episode of the spitfire podcast i am your host lauren lemonian the spitfire coach and we are continuing our self empowerment our self-care our self-love even our self-like series uh, of the podcast as we are coming back uh, into the real world of interaction of maybe getting back to work of seeing friends and family members this is an opportunity for you to check back in with yourself to reset to focus on the things that are most important to you and to rebuild those healthy relationships that make this all possible today we are talking about the difference between expectations and agreements and this came up last week i sat in on this awesome uh, virtual event. It was kind of like a meetup of women in technology in the association world. And I recently started back in working in association management. I did this for 11 years and then took a five-year break to start my business as an executive coach. And my first client said, Lauren, can you please help us? Can you please help us transition to something else? And I was like, you know, I think I can. So I started managing them back uh, in May. Uh, beginning of May, and I helped them through the transition from my old employer, and it has been amazing. It's been so much fun connecting with that community and being able to build events and find solutions and just reconnect and have really cool conversations. So I say that because now I'm in the association world and I'm reconnecting with this community of people that I've known that I used to interact with, and now I have a newfound purpose to do that. And so part of the event, which was great, was they had eight different breakout rooms on different topics. And the one that I really uh, was drawn to was the community and engagement. And it was facilitated by my friend Kiki, who I just adore. And if she's listening, I'm sending you big hearts, Kiki. I'm going to see you soon. And we were talking about, you know, the, the different issues around working remotely. And uh, the word expectation kept coming up of like, you know, people need to know what I expect of them and what they expect of me. And I was just like, there's something that, that just really bugs me about that word expectation because a lot of times what we're trying to say is we don't want to assume and we want clarity and we want people to know what they need to do in order to kind of have those baseline requirements. But the reality is what we're missing are shared agreements. We're having like assumed agreements and that's how I, I how I identify it expectations. It's like, I expect this of you, but what I'm missing is that confirmation from you of, is this actually doable? Do you have the skills? Do you have the time and the resource and the desire? Um, and so I just want to like flip this a little bit because when we have expectations, it creates this power dynamic of hierarchy where it's like, I expect you to do these things. And if you don't, there will be consequences versus we are having a conversation and we're having a shared experience and agreement. And so when we both show up and deliver, we're building trust and building that relationship up. We're taking it to another level. And when it feels like expectations, it just feels like that stagnation of like, this is the, the baseline requirement. And so if you don't pass the test, then you're out or you're in trouble or we have pressure. And when we think of working remotely, especially like, I remember when I first started working remotely, I was in Houston and I, I worked for a very traditionally structured, like a lot of old white dudes. Sorry for all the white dudes watching uh, or listening. You can't watch. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, 
it was this very much like if we don't see you, you aren't working. And so I became very anxious and paranoid anytime I left the computer screen. So I would like carry around my laptop. I would carry around my phone everywhere. I would be anxious anytime I took a lunch break or went for a walk or did laundry. I became like the most wound up and nervous person because I was afraid that if anybody reached out and didn't get in touch with me, that they wouldn't think that I was working, that I was a bad employee. And I saw this happen time and time again, where if someone was working for home, it was essentially like, oh, that person's not reachable. That person's off the clock. Like they're not really working because we can't see them. And there were some people, there absolutely were some people that like when they said they were working from home, you couldn't reach them. Like you would send four or five emails throughout the day and you're like, where'd you go? And meanwhile, they're like at the spa. Um, that was a very rare occurrence. But anyway, when, when we are having these conversations around maintaining a hybrid structure or what our time looks like or what we're able to do, whether it's at work or at home or with our family, where are those expect expectations really coming from? Are those coming from assumptions or things outside of us that we just kind of lock into with things that we should do? Are they even things we want to do? And what would happen if we actually had shared agreements about what we both wanted to do or what we both needed? So if you're an employer, if you're a boss, if you're a manager and you have an employee who wants to work remotely, obviously the, the corporate policy matters, but what are those shared agreements that you're both bringing to the table? So if the shared agreement is, hey, you're showing up for all of our staff meetings and you know we're still gonna have, let's say a, a weekly check-in to see how things are going, that's a shared agreement. Because we're both saying, yes, this sounds good. We're, we're both going to put this in action and make this happen. But if we say, I expect you to be to show up on every call. I expect us to call every time. I expect you to make sure all your projects are done. You're essentially saying the same thing, but the tone is very different. If you put yourself in the other person's shoes, how is that going to make you feel? I know if someone says, I expect you to do these things, I immediately feel like I'm put on notice. Like I'm going to get in trouble if I don't do it. Versus... I know that it's important for you to be connected and it's important for us to stay connected when we don't see each other face to face. So what's a reasonable expectation of us to do check-ins? So if you leave it up to the other person of how much do they need from you versus us assuming how much they need from us, then we have dialogue, we have flexibility, and we can move from that in saying, you know what, I probably just need a check-in once a month or maybe every other week because I know that I'm zoomed out. I know that like I really am missing that critical time to just focus. And we might be missing out on all of that intel if we just say, here are your expectations as a remote worker or a hybrid worker. So this allows us to have that opportunity to really dive in on specific preferences, on challenges, on obstacles, and then having that joint communication so that we can problem solve it. Now let's flip this into our personal life. Let's say that we have a partner and we say, I expect you to be home by 9 p.m. I expect you to do your laundry. I expect you to clean the kitchen. I expect you to pay all the bills. How does that relationship feel? It feels very top down. It feels very constricting. It feels very militant. 
think about the type of dynamic you want to have in your relationship and what would that need to sound like? What do you want that to sound like? So in having a partnership, we're living in a household together. I know that you're really great at managing the finances. I also know that you're really great at cooking and it would be really awesome if you could take this on and I'm willing to make sure that the laundry's moving and that you know, vacuum, vacuuming is going to happen if you can do the dusting. And then it allows the other person to say, you know, I could totally do that and here's when I can do it. And you can have this back and forth, but if it just becomes, you never do this, you always leave it up to me, this is what happens, yada, 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 it immediately becomes that judgment and comparison. So in having these shared agreements, it allows us to actually highlight what people are good at so that we can acknowledge what they're contributing and also allow ourselves to acknowledge what we're bringing to the table. But if we feel like it's all on us and then it's all kind of like just compiling, then it feels impossible and it feels like we're all alone when in reality we have people around us. And if we want to move forward and create that psychological safety, that inclusion safety, then we have to start with ourselves and how we're communicating with our tone and our delivery. So if you put it through the lens of I'm here in this conversation to create a shared agreement versus I'm here in this conversation for me to tell you my expectations, think about which one creates more trust. Think about which one you would want to hear. And if you need to write your ideas ahead of time, go ahead. Be prepared. Practice. There's no harm in doing this. This is going to be new because usually when we're having these conversations, we're exacerbated, we're tired, we're frustrated, and it comes out like that. And so people are only hearing the emotional expression. They're not actually hearing the content of what you need. So take a breath. Think about that shared agreement. What are the things that we're both agreeing to? And how do we recognize when those agreements are happening in our emotion? How do we show that gratitude and appreciation when people are coming to the table and contributing as a teammate and a team member? So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you're going to create some amazing shared agreements and we're going to stop with the expectations and the judgment and the comparison. Let's let that be a thing of the past. I'm ready to let that go. I'm ready for this shared agreement future. So let me know how it goes. Hit me up at Lauren at Spitfire spitfirecoach.com. Make sure you're subscribed for the Spitfire podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And to all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.